This podcast, along with other fine shows, is proud to be a part of the one and only Throwback Network. Please visit at throwbacknetwork.net. Also, this episode stars Mr. Doug McCoy, courtesy of McCoyCast.wordpress.com. And now, enjoy the show. Hello, my name is Zerbinator, and what you're about to hear is a part of a collection of audio journals that I've been recording, starting from 1980 all the way to 1989, month to month. Today is August 15th, 1980, and I plan to tell you what has happened in the past month. I'm going to cover news, technology, music, and movies, and I also have a little bit of show and tell for you as well. We have a lot to discuss in the next 30 minutes or less, depending on the length of this cassette tape. So let's begin. Welcome to Zerbinator's 8289 podcast. This is a recorded journal dedicated to the history of the 80s. All music used in the 8289 podcast was written and performed by Manolis and can be found at www.immanolis.com. Ladies and gentlemen, 8289. Please take your seats. Are you ready? We hope you enjoy the show. 8289. The show is about to begin. Are you really ready? This has been the best and most funnest summer I have personally had in a long time. I've been working on some music to sell at the local record stores by the cashier counters. I talked to some buddies down at Waxy Maxi's and Tower Records and asked if I was to make myself an album. Could I please sell it next to your cash registers for maybe like two bucks each? So what I plan to do is make a bunch of cassettes and sell them and I just want to put it out there that they're available. And I'm going to play you a clip actually of what I've done. This clip is titled The Ocean. good huh I know I'm good no, I'm kidding I, I recorded the ocean over in Ocean City Maryland is where I went and on top of that I borrowed a friend's synthesizer called the Fairlight CMI and it was beautiful it made some incredible noises and uh, I really do want to get into recording music that's something I would love to do so like I say, I'm going to sell these things and hopefully makes enough money to purchase a TAC Porta Studio 144. That's what I'm saving it for. This came out last year. It's a four-channel home studio multi-track recorder, and it uses cassettes. So that'll be great. This way I can record at home and make some music. Right now I'm using a lot of my money down at Sun Studios, which is located on Wilson Boulevard. And it's really expensive. They're using the big Ampex reel-to-reel tapes to record, which uh, it's expensive, so it'd be nice to have something that I can use at home. Another plus is that I can make my music sound so much cleaner and clearer, and I wouldn't need to record my music using two of my cassette recorders bumping tapes back and forth like I do now at home. And I'll play you a clip of what that sounds like right here. 
obviously after a while the generation noises just build up on top of each other and then you end up with a bunch of air and it just sounds terrible hey I could use it to record these journals too so when I get that TAC Porta Studio I think I might look into recording these journals man that might even sound better the cost of the 144 right now is 800 bucks so I figure if I sell let's see 400 tapes hmm TAC Company is out of Japan and its name comes from the Tokyo Television Acoustic Company they make great home stereo equipment high fidelity at its best my friends and now we will talk about current events on July 16th Ronald Reagan said to be reluctant to choose moderate George Bush as his running mate but on July 19th while campaigning in Houston Texas Ronald Reagan presented George Bush with a golden retriever puppy I guess they made up this must be Ronald's way of telling George that he's a good boy. Also on July 19th, the Summer Olympics were held in Moscow. They started them up in the Soviet Union. And South Dakota suffered from grasshopper plague. So I'm trying to decide which was worse. On July 23rd, Mount St. Helen erupted again. Sending ash straight up into the air and a whole bunch of globity gloop coming out I don't know how much the earth can spill on August 10th Hurricane Allen a category 3 pounded eastern Texas and August 14th the US President Jimmy Carter defeated Senator Edward Kennedy at the 1980 Democratic National Convention he's been renominated and also through the whole month of August Jerry decided to start talking to me about the different types of foods he was getting. Do you like friskies, Jerry? Do you like... You don't like your friskies? Really? Would you prefer to try the Alpo that Elsie eats? Jerry's been getting chubby, but he wanted to say hi. Also, on August 11th, Reggie Jackson hits his 400th home run. So I've been saving up them Reggie bars in the fridge. They gotta be worth something someday. Need all the money that I can get for that Porta Studio 144. Right, Jerry? And now we will talk about technology. In late July, Tandy released the TRS-80 color computer. It's based on the Motorola 6809E processor and using Microsoft Basic as its programming language. It's the first computer to support color graphics. It also supports cartridge programs and games. So hopefully we can get both home computing and video game markets in one system. If it works. For those parents who realize that $500 isn't too much to spend to expand their child's world, Radio Shack has the perfect gift. The TRS-80 computer, the most significant investment a parent can make programs for your child's education or your business finance and home use let your children discover tomorrow's technology today the trs-80 the biggest name in little computers only at radio shack a tandy company and now we will talk about music music has rocked the past couple of weeks on july 25th the album back in black was released 
by the Australian band Acey and I love it. I got it. It's one of the coolest albums I've heard in a long time. Also, John Lennon and Yoko Ono began recording an album to be titled Double Fantasy, and I'm really interested in seeing if Yoko can sing. This ought to be nice. Really nice. On August 16th, tomorrow, the Monsters of Rock Heavy Metal Festival will be held in Donington Park in England. Scheduled to appear will be Rainbow, Judas Priest, The Scorpions, April Wine, Saxon, Riot, and Touch. Man, what a show that will be. I wish I had plane tickets. So wish me luck because my voice is better. We're going to go down the U.S. Top 10 Singles for week ending August 16th, 1980. Starting with... Number 10. Ken Carnes, EMI Records. Number 9. My love opened the door to your heart. My love opened the door. Pete Townsend, Atco Records. Number 8. Oh, little Jenny. I got so much love. Little Jenny. Little Jeannie, Elton John, MCA Records. Number 7. Honey, you. Shining Star, The Manhattans, Columbia Records. Number six. Next wave, new wave, dance craze. Anyways, still rock and roll to me. It's still rock and roll to me. Billy Joel, Columbia Records. Number five. Up, up, down, you're turning me. You're feeling love. You sing to me. Round and round, you're turning me. Upside Down, Diana Ross, Motown Records. Number four. <laughs> Yes, it is. Emotional Rescue, The Rolling Stones, Rolling Stones Records. Number three. Take Your Time, Do It Right, Part One, The SOS Band, Taboo Records. Number two. Sailing, Christopher Cross, Warner Brothers Records. Number one. And the number one spot for the week ending August 16th, 1980. You have to believe we are magic. No one can stand in our way. Magic, Olivia Newton-John, MCA Records. And now, going down the top five albums that were released this past month that I think are cool and I purchased myself. Number five. Number five, Honeysuckle Rose, the soundtrack. Willie Nelson. Songs like, Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain, and On the Road Again. Number four. Deepest Purple, the very best of Deep Purple, Deep Purple. Smoke on the Water is the most rocking song ever made. I don't think anybody will ever beat it. And not to mention Speed King. Number three. Voices. Hall and Oates. Because your kiss is on my list. It's the best thing in life. I forget how the words go. And you make my dreams come true. Ooh, 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 ooh. This album I bought 
at Waxy Maxi's for $5.99 on sale. Really happy. Number two. Crimes of Passion, Pat Benatar. She is hot. Hit me with your best shot. Dun, dun, uh. I, I said, hit me with your best shot. And treat me right. I did it. I hit that high note. You really got to practice the throat. Number one. And number one, of course, is Back in Black by ACDC. With songs like... And then, what was the other one? Uh, Rock and roll and nose pollution. Rock it. Oh, it hurts your throat, but, you know, I always wonder what an interview would be like with him, because I don't, I don't know what he sounds like when he talks. And I would figure it'd be like, you know, uh, Brian, you know, how do you like performing with uh, ACDC now and replacing Bon Scott since he passed away? And he well, uh, I've enjoyed it very much, and I hope I stay a long time. We'll find out when I see him live. And now, we will talk about movies. On July 25th, I went to the theater, and I saw a movie directed by Harold Ramis, and written by a brother of one of the actors in the film, uh, Brian Doyle Murray, wrote this movie, along with... Harold Ramis and a gentleman by the name of Douglas Kenny. Uh, it starred Chevy Chase, Rodney Dangerfield, Ted Knight, and Bill Murray. This is Harold Ramis's first film, and it's it's hilarious. It's a it's a golfing movie, and it's called uh, Caddyshack. It's a sports comedy, and uh, it was hilarious. And I highly suggest you go see it. Bill Murray is hilarious. I want to invite the Murray family over for Christmas. On August 8th, I saw a movie in Cognito. I don't want people to know how big of a fan of Olivia Newton-John I am. And now that I'm putting it on these journals, I'm sure that everybody's going to make fun of me. Which is okay with me. But, I went and saw Xanadu. And this is like some kind of fantasy magical mystery tour. It takes you to 1945, all the way up to outer space. Music by Olivia Newton-John, the Electric Light Orchestra. There's Cliff Richard in there, uh, the tubes. Uh, there's animation by Don Bluth. Uh, you should check him out. He's really good. There's uh, Gene Kelly is in this movie. It's good to see him again. I haven't seen him in a movie since I was a little, little, little kid. And uh, it's a movie that was written by Richard Christian Dennis and Mark Reed Rubble, and having nothing to do with Betty Rubble. And it was directed by Robert Greenwald. Uh, it's named Xanadu, and it's a reference to a nightclub. And of all places, it's the summer capital of Kublai Khan's Yan's dynasty in China. Try to say that ten times fast. And, of course, it has Olivia Newton-John. One of the hottest blondes of the 80s, if I may be so bold. And yesterday, I saw a movie that made me laugh very hard. I got to see Jackie Gleason once again, the great musician. You might not know that he was a great musician. 
he wrote a lot of albums but you need to see him in this movie it stars again the same three wonderful guys Burt Reynolds Jackie Gleason Jerry Reed have I told you what the movie is yet of course not Smoking in the Bandit 2 gotta go see it has uh, Sally Field um, and they added Don DeLuise he gets to be a doctor in this movie who takes care of a giant elephant that they're transporting across Florida to Texas across the United States from Florida to Texas and uh, Sheriff Buffett Justice is on his tail again Daddy I don't think we're gonna catch up with him shut up you dumb twit it's constant it's like the Molarian Curly of the 80s Now we will have a little show and tell. Well, today I've got something pretty awesome for you. I'm going to tell you what it is by using it. I think that's the best thing to do. And here it is. It's called the Fisher Price Tape Recorder. And I picked it up at the pawn shop. Apparently it was purchased for some kid and he didn't want it because there's stickers all over the whole thing. But this is a dark brown and beige battery-operated tape recorder with the built-in microphone. And it's got huge knobby buttons on it, so it's easy to use for kids. It takes four C-size batteries. Um, it says ages five and up uh, on the box it comes with. Uh, came with a yellow cassette tape titled Discover Your World of Sounds and has an introduction on there on how to use a tape recorder on one side and then side two is blank where it says record your own world of sounds and there wasn't anything on it that I could show you but I can play a little bit of the discover your world of sound side so what I'll do is I'll take out this tape and put in the other tape and you'll hear the discover your world of sound and then I'll be right back I guess that's how I'm gonna have to do this hold on Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Fisher Price presents Discover a World of Sounds. Thank you, thank you. We've got a wonderful show lined up for you. A sing-along, some exciting hints on how to get the most fun out of your tape recorder, a sound effect story, and a special guest appearance from a man who can imitate an entire symphony orchestra. Sorry about the pause there. So, that's your show and tell for today. The Fisher-Price tape recorder. Uh, I think you can pick them up in Toys R Us right now for, what, 10, 11, I have no clue. I got it for $1.50 after haggling with Marty down there at the, the highway pawn shop. So, <laughs> It's time for a video game of the month. Hello? Hey, Doug. It's hey, me. Who's this? It's me, the Z. Kevin, how you doing? Right. You know, I, I never know who's calling. It would be great if we had some way of 
of telling in advance who was on the other line that we know whether to pick up or not who it was. Uh, you know what? I bet you you could make a ton of money if you came up with an idea for that. Uh, too technologically advanced. It'll never happen. Yeah, but true. Uh, how are you doing, bud? What's going on for you? Dude, guess what I picked up this week? Uh, what what you get? Well, you remember you and I went and saw P.T. Barnum. Yes, I picked the greatest up show on earth. The greatest show on earth, and I and I, I had to do it. I went out. It just came out not too long ago. I think it was last week or the week before that. Circus Atari. Excellent. Also, uh, Circus Atari. Yeah, uh, you, Atari BCS. How you like it? I'm loving it. It is so fun. Well, uh, this one is a little different because you got to play with the paddle controllers. Yeah. And I've always had a little bit of difficulty uh, with those, so this one is kind of harder uh, for me, but uh, what are your thoughts about it? Well, so far, it's, it's like you said, the paddle controllers are a little difficult to use, um, and, but I do, I love trying to keep everything in line and just trying to, to maintain a halfway decent circus here, that's what I'm doing. Well, it's kind of a small circus. I mean, if I, if I had one problem with the game, that would be it. It's kind of a small circus, isn't it? It seems like it compared to P.T. Barnum. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it, we're not talking about three rings here. We only have one ring, but we've got two uh, clowns. Did you realize that's who those guys are? They're little stick figure clowns. I thought they were uh, from Berserk. Oh, you thought they were the, the humanoid from Berserk? Well, they look a little like that. Yeah. Uh, you can imagine them to be whatever you want them to be, but the manual says that they're clowns, and they're bouncing on this, uh, like, uh, seesaw thing or teeter-totter, and when you when one is, is down, the other one's up, and if you get him up high enough, uh, he bursts these balloons that are up there. So it, it's really kind of a simple idea, Yeah. but uh, I, thought, I thought it was pretty fun. What do you think? I think it's great. Of course, me, I, you know, I keep having trouble trying to get it right. And and I never reached the balloons the way I'm supposed to. I ended up going off to the side like I'm doing now. But yeah, well, yeah, you bounce to the side a lot, but also you you can't just because what I want to do is my breakout. I want to hit it in the center of the paddle, uh, the center of the seesaw, but it won't work that way. They you, they won't bounce high enough to pop the balloon. So you got to get them on the edge of the seesaw, and I find that very difficult to do. I end up killing my clowns a lot. Exactly. That's okay because I like it when they die. How about you? I, I like that big splat sound when they I, hit the ground. Do you like that? I, I, I've got to admit that I personally killed about 60 clowns on purpose, and I didn't. Well, you know, it, you're allowed to kill clowns. Okay, well, that's important to know. Everybody secretly wants to, So, and this game allows you to do that, but there are a couple variations. Have you matched the variations yet? Uh, not yet. What, what are the variations? Well, you can either go straight through the balloons, which is like how I like to do it, or the balloons can bounce you around a little bit. I think that makes it a little harder because it changes your trajectory. Yeah. You also can get these um, blocks or barriers that will get in your way and you'll hit your head on them and, uh, and they'll bounce you back down. So there's like eight different variations. There's two player as well, but uh, so far I've been playing it by myself. I just play the part without the blocks where you just go into the balloons. It's pretty satisfying when you get up in the balloons and you just tear through a bunch of them. I think it's, uh, I think it's pretty fun. Well, when I, when I come over on Thursday, what I'll do is I'll bring this cartridge with... Well, you got a cartridge, right? Oh, of course. Oh, well, then I'll, I'll bring out, my... I've got it. I'll bring my controller over and we'll play, because I, I haven't tried two-player yet, of course. Well, yeah, I, I bring it over. Okay. You know, I, I find it very fun. There's a kid... Do you know there's a kid at school? His name's uh, Brett Weiss, I think. Yeah, I remember Brett. Yeah, he thinks he knows more about video games than I do. 
And he says he's going to write books someday in the future uh, about all the home console video games that exist. And he said, you know, right now we've got Atari and, and Vectrix and Odyssey, but he says there's going to be others in the future, and he's going to write books about every game that they wow. have. And then when he's done with that, he's going to write a book about the 100 greatest games. He says Circus Atari is going to be one of them. Wow. He thinks there's going to be more game systems than what we have now? What? No. I think he's clearly crazy. How could you get better than this? It's I mean, impossible. It's color. There's a couple different colors. Yeah. You got clowns bouncing on seesaw. It doesn't get much better than that. No, it doesn't. I don't think you can improve upon this. But I do think Brett's correct that this is, I don't know if it's one of the hundred greatest, but of course we don't have that many, so maybe it is. Maybe, maybe. it's one of the hundred greatest uh, home console video games. Did he, did he say what the name of the book was going to be again? 100 Greatest Home Console Video Games, I think. Wow. Maybe, maybe that's still a working title, so it that may be. be close, but not quite. But it's 100 definitely in it, I know that. And uh, he says it's going to be out there someday in the future. And his and if you wanted to look his name up in the phone book, it is? It's Brett Weiss, B-R-E-T-T-W-E-I-S-S. We're, I'm, I'm going to have to look him up and give him a call. Yeah, give him a call, see what he thinks. I, yeah. I think he's crazy, but I do agree. Circus Starry, pretty good game. Wonderful game. Doug, I'll be over on Thursday with my controller, and, and we'll play. All right, I'll see you then, bud. All right, my brother. Bye-bye. It's time for Zerpinator's future predictions. Well, I didn't get around to uh, recording any future predictions this particular month because we are in the process of moving, and my wife and I have been boxing everything up, so all my predictions are actually in this box right here. I can reach in this box and show you some of my future predictions. What I have here is a flashlight. But the difference with this flashlight is that there's a whole bunch of little tiny bulbs in it. And I always thought that in the future, instead of just one bulb in the flashlight, I thought there would be many. And they would be super tiny and the brightness would just be disgusting. It would be so bright that it would make you blind. Also in here, I have in my hand, uh, I've discussed it before, but a little tiny computer, and it's also a little telephone. Uh, no real sound to it that I can give you, but uh, it'll take these little tiny batteries, and it'll make this sucker work for probably 12 days. Um, probably built by a gentleman by the name of Sam, who sings a lot, so he sung. And finally, this little device right here. It's basically the same thing like the, the phone and computer into a little box, but it's a wristwatch. And it goes on right here on my wrist, which you can't see, but it's pretty neat. So I packed all those up, and I'm taking them with us to our new place. So the next show that you hear will be from a new location. And uh, it's really nice because we have a lake outside, so I might record from outdoors because it'll be closer to fall. And I love fall, and it'd be nice to be outside for a change. Maybe record it at night. Well, I thank those of you who've listened to this tape. Remember, you can still find these recordings down in Drug Fair, Dart, People's Drug on Main Street, or at your local library, uh, Tower Records, uh, Waxy Maxis. I got Bill and Bob helping me out with those. We're also going to have some at Highs and Holly Farms restaurants, too. Uh, there's actually two of them, one on Lee Highway 
in Arlington and also another one down in Fairfax and uh, my buddy Frank just started working at the one in Fairfax talked to the managers hey we can put him there so thank you I hope this sheds a little light on life here in the 80s and I'll continue to make these journals month to month time grows on and with all the news and the entertainment that I can find and I look forward to talking to you guys again I'll see you next month Observinator's music and podcasts are under the Creative Commons license, which allows retelling and rebroadcasting as long as the author is notified and credited. For more great escape pods, please visit www.zerbinator.wordpress.com. If you would like to contact Zerbinatorland, you can send an email to instrumentally at gmail.com or give us a call at 571-408-ZERB or 9372.